Hello. There you are. Hello. There you are, my pretty. My apartment is a mess. Look at that. I've got all of Kaya's clothes out. I'm trying to sort. <laughs> I was like, I don't want anybody to see this. Well, watch. um, you have an exam on, you know, two days, three days, so two days, something what like that. What day is it? I don't even know. Today's, Today's Monday. Monday. Today's Monday. Monday after Thanksgiving. Hi, welcome back, everyone. <laughs> um, yeah, you have to put your camera on so I can see you at least. I know. My vision oh my God, isn't my... that good to be able to see what's behind you. I was like, it's a, <laughs> it is a disaster. I cannot even like read my notes, even with my old lady spectacles on. So. <laughs> <laughs> I am drinking my, this is my um, warm lemon water as my acupuncturist suggested of me since you can't see me yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's my, my acupuncturist is Lexi, guys. She, <laughs> she just can't see me yet because she has a, she has a clinic. Um, no, but I'm so I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm under the weather. So it's back. Welcome back. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. Uh, yeah. No, no immediate drama. So that's no good. No immediate drama. Did you have the cops called to your house? No, no. I heard you did though. Just us, huh? Okay, yeah, yeah that was fun. <laughs> uh, um, I'm not going to drag all their dirty laundry into it, but um, uh, yeah. So I I traveled to North Carolina to visit uh, family down there. Mm. <laughs> we How brought long the was dogs. The drive? With, we brought the dogs with us. We actually left when we went down there because so hetero life mate's work schedule is such that he during the week. Well, now he'll, yeah, he works Monday through Friday, 3.30 a.m. to 12, like to noon, right? So he wakes up at one o'clock in the morning. So we were leaving last week, um, I guess, Tuesday night, Tuesday, yeah, like Tuesday, like he went to sleep, woke up at one o'clock and we drove. We left at like two o'clock in the morning oh. and drove. At like, least you didn't uh, hit traffic, right? Yeah. And, and it was good because, you know, I mean, like the dog slept. I mean, uh, um, Tony, Tony has anxiety. So he had his anxiety meds on board. And so that was good for him. Um, baby stepfrod had slept in the backseat with the dogs. It all worked out great. I slept on and off throughout the drive and the drive. There was no traffic. There's always traffic, like leaving DC, as you know, this, right. right leaving DC, the Fredericksburg area, Quantico, all that there was nothing there was absolutely nothing i mean we more than made up for it on the way home right. <laughs> because we did come back up sunday like normal time people normal people time but um but it was good we got to see um got to meet our new niece my brother-in-law has a little baby who's a year old and we didn't Aww. we have not met her yet um had a life mate is the godfather of her so it was you know good for them to finally <laughs> finally meet with covid and you know and everything else we just hadn't been able to um, so we got to meet her and, you know, she loved the dogs and, mm -hmm. you know, and everything. So it was all, it was, that was all really good. Got to see, got to see all that, um, some fun, you know, just, you know, fun family stuff. I mean, snow tubing on, you know, whatever on like a homemade, like a slide, like it was like an event at like a, um, like a stadium, like a base, the baseball stadium, like uh -huh. the minor league baseball park stadium where they had like a snow slide, like they, they built, it wasn't like snowing there, but it was like, uh -huh. they made a slide and then you could go ice skating and you get all that kind of stuff. So like Christmas village type thing. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So we did all that and that was really fun. And, um, and, uh, so it was good. It was good. Uh, good. <laughs> it was good Thanksgiving. I think I picked up something. So I'm, I'm kind of under the weather today. Um, I was supposed to go to my AA meeting, did not go because like everybody, but everybody's like sick too. There's like yeah. a group chat, like everybody was like, I'm not going to make it. I'm not gonna make it. Like everybody's got something. So it's going around, it's going sure. around. So my acupuncturist told me uh, warm lemon water will help me. So that's yeah. Did you buy the ginger? I did not. Okay. Um, but I will try to get some tomorrow. I'll make, um, if nothing else, I'll make hetero life make it it's on his way home from work <laughs> if I'm not feeling up to it. But I'm hoping at this point is like, it's like that low grade under the weather. Like, yeah, you like you're fighting like it. Something, but you're not sure if it's going to turn into like a real thing yet. You know, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Yeah. So, yeah. So what about you? You stayed uh, in town because your mom's here. Yeah. Yeah. I went to her house. So that was pretty simple. We all cooked some stuff. Well, I cooked and my mom cooked. So <laughs> yeah, it was just my brother, me, my daughter, and his daughter. Aw. Mm-hmm. Fun. I saw the pictures of Kaya. 
Yeah. She liked her, her Thanksgiving. That's good. She did. That's good. But uh, now back to the grind, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel so disgusting. I ate so much. And then, of course, there were so many leftovers. So I was eating like green bean casserole and stuffing for like four days. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh. And now you're like, okay, I'm over it. I need salads for the rest of the week. Yeah. I need a <laughs> detox. A good detox. Seriously, yeah. right? <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Um yeah, I, I I don't think I ate my weight in food, which is which is good. You know, I've been um, trying to you know show some restraint in that regard, <laughs> but um, but it was good. I mean, good Thanksgiving food. You know, mm-hmm. southern southern Thanksgiving food, homemade mac and cheese and stuff. You know? Ooh, yummy! <laughs> well, I don't eat turkey, and I waited last minute to buy like a tofurkey, and of course, <sighs> it was the day of Thanksgiving. Trader Wait, Joe's do you not closed. eat turkey? Are you in like an actual? Oh, you are a vegetarian. Yeah, well, I'm a pescatarian. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was like, my wait, mom... how did I not know this about you? But then I remembered I do know this about you. <laughs> yeah, so like my mom made like separate stuffing from the ones you know in the turkey, and then uh, yeah, no tof- no tofurkey for me. So I just bought like vegan chicken nuggets, but I was too full to even eat those. So, <laughs> but you could all the sides were okay, right? Oh my gosh, yes, I love sides more than anything. Like, well, give me I all mean, the that's sides. What, that's what all it's all about, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> For sure. That's what it's all about. For sure. <clears throat> What's your favorite side? Green bean casserole, which I okay. made. Which some people hate it, but I think I do a pretty good job making it. So delicious. Yeah. Stuffing, I think, is mine. Is it? Stuffing or the homemade like Southern mac and cheese. Oh, see, we never did mac and cheese as a side growing up. Growing None up, I members. never did. But Southern mac and cheese? Okay, yeah. But I started out, so. doing it here because my husband is like that was the request one year he made you know was like let's have this you know yeah I was asking all the kids what did everybody want you know and kids are used to being you know split you know for holidays and stuff so they're got all kinds of families and traditions and stuff so what do you want you know and (laughs) so I think one year somebody required I think he requested the husband requested like a homemade mac and cheese I was like okay well I'm you know grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area in the you know 80s and 90s craft macaroni and cheese is my friend like in a box right (laughs) that's that's what I learned how to cook on like that's what I I considered cooking because I knew how to make that, right? Mm-hmm. Come on, Gen Xers, you're with me, right? Um, and so I was like, okay, well, I can learn, you know? And so I reached out to a girlfriend of mine who born and raised in Georgia and um, could cook, like she's like straight, straight Southern. I was like, okay, give me, <laughs> I need, <laughs> I need a stuffing recipe and I need, or dressing, I guess, as they called it, dressing. And I needed, um, mac and cheese and so it was the recipe she gave me was like her grandmother's or her great grandmother's or something so we're talking like generations old in georgia it's probably Um, legit it's probably the best mac and cheese you've ever had right right and it is it is really good so and of course you know you have to go get i mean it's stuff is so bad for you because you're everything you're buying is like you know condensed milk and dukes it has to be dukes mayonnaise and you know Uh and you know um, but so good, so good. But I also do love me some stuffing, mm-hmm. and then gravy. And my brother-in-law is a, a chef, so he contributed to the cooking. Ooh. Um, he was working at his restaurant most of the time, so like he couldn't do all of it. But he his contributions were very significant, and to the the gravy that I just like dumped over everything oh. it was so good. It was yummy. So good. <laughs> it was so good. So. And now we're back and now it's back to, it's almost December. You're almost at your exam. We are um, almost ready to build on Coyote Pass, but but no, not quite. <laughs> so <laughs> Will close. we ever be ready? Will we so have- close, but not quite. So welcome back. We're talking about Sister Wives. We are on season 17, episode 12. This is called Life After Polygamy. Um, every week I say this, the, the, the producers like managed to, to get Cody being worse every Mm -hmm. single time. Just when you think he has hit his bottom, there's a trap door. (laughs) He drops even further. Like what? Mm -hmm. Um, what's really also interesting too, is the, um, 
you know, people that are doing these rewatches right now, you know, and they're like, oh, season three episode, da, 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 Cody makes this comment about divorce and how it's always the woman's choice and he would always <laughs> respect it if there was no love and da, 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 like all these stuff. And, and, and given what he says now about how he tried to make everybody look good and make polygamy look good and all that stuff, right? He's like, you know, now we're seeing his true colors and it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And like this episode, he actually flat out says, Mar the only thing Mary's good for is for her money to pay off Coyote Pass. <laughs> uh, yeah. And she seems fine with that because she gets yeah. all, she gets all like, oh, why does everybody coming after me? And which she made that smart comment but then said we all individually have our own what, what was the word she used value value but i'm like yeah. what nobody's saying that you did aren't don't i know she's them. she's like people are coming at me why can't you be strong like christine cody is bad and blah 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 and all these ways that he's bad and then she gets mad because she's like me and christine have our own value regardless of cody and and i'm like yeah nobody ever said you didn't and, mm -hmm. and, but what does that have to do with why you stay people yeah. are saying why can't you be strong like christine to leave the loveless marriage and is she i think she's projecting here right 100 percent projecting because she's like i mean she only she has said herself is in so many words that she only seems to have her value her value is as a sister wife not mm -hmm. even as a wife but as a sister wife like in this she has to stay in this this family unit that she's created um because by god she started it this family and she, you know and she's gonna go down with it and da, 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 da. meanwhile but, when cody mentions her name he can't even look at the camera he was like <laughs> looking down and like cannot oh even say god. her name i know i know right like is just mary still get a paycheck is she even still on the show <sighs> <sighs> like they they just pop in on her every every now and again like <laughs> and maybe it's because she sounds miserable there's nothing she's even miserable. Say. she's like saying very short sentences and just like she's not the same person that we talked about before she's different mm -hmm. she's changed yeah it's like nothing left <laughs> nothing yeah there's nothing in there um what so do you we... think it would take to get her to just wake up i don't know I don't know. I feel like she's super indoctrinated, like cults, mm -hmm. the way cult people members are. I'm not saying that Cody Brown's family is a cult, although, I mean, if the shoe fits, yeah, <laughs> um, you know, there, there, there certainly are some, some, some of the, you know, <laughs> telltale sides. But without going into that, is she, she seems to be exhibiting like a lot of those, like the, the, the. Un the undying loyalty to Cody, this quote unquote charismatic leader. You know, mm -hmm. I say I put that in quotes because <laughs> I don't think Cody's that charismatic, but that's how they always describe cult leaders, right? Yeah. That that people like, you know, they look up to him and they worship him. And that's what he wants. He wants to be respected and adored and da 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 da. da. And he has to have that. He says that at the end of the episode when he talks about not being able to work hard for someone who doesn't respect him and he goes back and forth he goes back to this respect and my children must respect me my wives must respect me and he's like doing this whole thing just like keith ranieri yeah in the nexium cult right mm -hmm. you know so i feel like mary really has like that cult like hold on or like this thing she's right. convinced that this is the right thing for her because god told her to stay so she's by golly she's gonna stay well and he's listing all the things that he or men he's using men not just him but men in general um are looking for in a in a wife and yet mary's fitting a lot of those she seems to be at his beck and call for the most part i mean she keeps you know professing her undying uh not love unnecessarily but her you know wanting to stay in the marriage and and work on things and i mean yep. she's respecting him because she's defending him on every single interview yeah. she's defending his behavior i mean he's she's just like number one but you know then you've got janelle who's doing her own thing now it seems like christine who obviously left and i'm like well mary seems to be doing all the things you want her to but he but and see then that's the thing that's what bug oh my god that's one of the things that drives me crazy about this is that Basically, he told her what she needed to do post catfish to mm -hmm. get back in his good graces. And she has done everything, every single one of those things. 
but he can't even like but talk it's about not her. good enough for her because he doesn't really want her and nope. he is now even saying and he's like oh yeah she's good for you know her money to pay a code coyote pass and mary's will happily give it over this money yep. that she's been whatever i don't know what, where she's because she said the money she got from selling her vegas house was used towards the purchase of robin's home and the probably the lot next to it that we've talked about now mm-hmm. uh, you know um so i don't know i don't know maybe money that she's making from the airbnb i don't know what other you know janelle yeah. talks about it like you know they've had all this money these streams of income and and i suppose there probably is a lot that that we we don't know about and everyone's always said what does he do for work where do they get their money and yeah, it, it sounds like, you know, with Cody and his wannabe real estate empire, his little monopoly board that he's freaking wanting to do mm-hmm. with all he build all these houses and all these lots and rent them out and all these assets and things like that. What which whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, well, in the past, a lot of like Redditors and like uh, people online have said that that he that they're broke. So I don't know where they got that information from. Right. Or if that's true. But rumor has it they don't have a lot of money, so I don't know how true that is. Right, and and you know they currently you know his his sob story right now is that they don't have the money for Janelle to build her house or to whatever, um, to start building her house and and but they apparently have the money to buy Christine's house since that sale fell fell through. Which at the beginning of the episode he said he didn't want to ever see that house again, and then towards the end of the episode he's like, let's buy it. I'm like. Wait, so you're okay mm-hmm. with spending the night in it with Janelle, even though earlier you said, I don't want anything to do with that house. I don't want to see it again. I right. found that very interesting. Uh, well, and you know, what is also interesting is the very end, he said something about he just doesn't want this to end in heartbreak. <laughs> so, which makes sense from him, because I mean, it's a divorce. You're going to have your heart broken in some regard. I mean, that's kind of the de- definition of it, right? There's mm-hmm. heartbreak somewhere along the line. He is trying so hard to make this situation any way in which he can not have his heart broken, which would he has to make he has to make Christine the villain. He has to make all of these things wrong. He has to make himself the poor put upon man, you know, who's done nothing but love and respect and honor his wife. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and then, of course, turns around in the next sentence and says, maybe I was a coward because. And I should have told her that I didn't like her, but at least I didn't quit. You yeah. Know? Yeah. With, with messages like that, with right. loving, you know, if those so are she kinds- knew in her heart, she knew what he was thinking. Women know we, our intuition is on point. Mm-hmm. This whole time she knew he didn't, you know, he wasn't respecting her, didn't love her. And he said it. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the big things we have here in this episode, we have Christine moving. Um, and because of the different buyers on the house, the change, the timeline with her getting her stuff out and coming and whatnot had sort of shifted a bit because she had to get her stuff out for the first move buyers. And then, then they fell through and then, but they needed to show the house. So she still needed to get her stuff out and so she moved it to the garage, whatever. This all required her to come back and load up this trailer with the snowblower and these other boxes to take on a trip i'm just laughing because i'm just like all she wanted was him to move the snowblower that's it so yeah <laughs> let's talk about this scene so she she says in her talking head she just wants cody's help she can handle everything else she just needs his help with the snowblower she wants to put it in first because she wants the weight in there she also wants just him to put it in and leave and then Mm -hmm. let her be alone while she does the rest of it but now with him trying to say oh no you want to then he comes and tries to mansplain it and how he wants Mm -hmm. where he wants to put the snowblower and which boxes and you don't need to take she says i need to take these boxes no matter what i need to take these boxes with me and she's he's like i no i don't think you do you need to take these and yeah repeatedly gaslighting her we didn't have a snowblower in utah (laughs) Yeah, but she's an independent woman now, so she can yeah. boss him around, as per Cody said, you know. Yeah. Look at so, her, Miss Independent, telling me what to do. Yeah. yeah amen. Clap, she clap. Does, and he's like, well, I don't have to help. <laughs> she's like, and it's like, she didn't want your help with anything else anyway. She didn't want your advice. He's like, oh, she's not taking this good advice. Da, 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 da. 
she didn't want any of it. No, and he can't handle it. He's what does he say? It hurts him to the core. Yeah, it bothers me. It bugs me to the core. Um, but the the repeated attempts to gaslight her. I need to take these boxes. No, you don't. We didn't have a snowblower in Utah. Like, mm-hmm. she like, I know, like and I love it. It's yeah. Oh. It's like if that's how she, what he was like with her, like the whole marriage. You know, right. If he, since he clearly didn't like her, you know, all of those microaggressions right. were coming well, out. And Katrina, you know that's, did- that's what he's doing on TV. These are the things he's saying on TV. Mm-hmm. So who knows how yeah. deep his emotional, I, I want to say abuse almost. I and mean, he's gaslighting and- his toxic. Ugh, it's toast. toxic behavior. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. She doesn't want your help. She is independent now. She wants her damn snowblower. Let her have her goddamn snowblower. Yeah. Shut the fuck up about what she's doing and how she's packing her boxes. And I think she made a good point when she said that, um, you know, being in a polygamous relationship, the man wasn't always there. So the women had to do things. They had to figure right. it out and be self-sufficient. And she's proving that to herself. Like, hey, I can do this. I've done it before and I'm doing it now. Well, and she probably has more experience packing a damn trailer with all these fucking moves that she's had to do <laughs> because of him. Uh, I hate moving so much. So I'm like, every time they moved on a season, I'm like, oh, it's like, it's like it gives you like this PTSD trigger of moving. Yeah. Oh my God. And well, I was that's in the why middle. I'm trying to be better with clearance of all. That's why everything you see on my floor is Kai's outgrown clothes that I've been sorting through. Oh, right, right. Because you're all trying to get rid of, of it. And I'm yeah, just like, you're doing all that. I have to clean, like, clean as I go. Otherwise, I'll have like so much stuff. Yeah, I'd be, I'm straight like on the hoarder's path sometimes. And it's really, <laughs> I'm trying. So I'm trying very desperately to change this behavior. and and the behavior the behavior is it isn't that i'm a hoarder it's i have issues with attachment to things Mm, letting stuff go letting stuff go because of well i it's not necessarily the letting stuff go that i have the problem with i have a problem with acquiring more oh god i like to acquire a lot of things that Mm. i think i want in all my whatever hyper fixation of the day i think is the most brilliant idea and then you know, whatever. And then oftentimes I don't have a problem getting rid of it, but I need to stop bringing so much stuff in and also get rid of more stuff. And mm-hmm. and the, the stuff dates back to my childhood. I know where it comes from, been in therapy about it. I clearly need more about this specific issue about, oh. <laughs> but, but it has to do with growing up like poor and not having any money and not having things. And now that I have money, I can get things and, you know, but then there's a whole mind fuck that comes with that. And it's a whole mental like money relationship with money. So I'm trying to change a lot of that Mm -hmm. and, and get rid of stuff. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah yeah otherwise i'm i'd be straight yeah <laughs> if i didn't have people to keep me in check mm-hmm. <laughs> i would like my family um yeah. i could i think i could easily be a hoarder just because like i i want to i like stuff i like to collect stuff but and then i also get really stressed with all the clutter yeah me. well you and i both are add so like mm-hmm. clutter does not help our case at all like we no. have to be organized or but- else yeah like it's so hard for us to like we have this pile of stuff like what do we do what do I do Mm -hmm. with it how do I how do I go through just get rid of all of it let me just burn all of it yeah that tends to be how I do things right like I stack things up paperwork in my office back before when paper was like a bigger thing in offices like I didn't know if I was going to still need that or not so I would stack things in my office and they would just develop these huge 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 stacks of Mm -hmm. papers or whatever and then it would get to the point where I know that I didn't need it anymore. Mm-hmm. So then I could go shred those things. Right. But like, otherwise I'd have to sort through and go, do I need this? Do I not need this? And it's just easier yeah. to wait until it's done <laughs> until I know for sure I don't need it anymore. And then just shred it all mm-hmm. anyway, but we digress. <laughs> yeah. You just run them out. <laughs> Some people don't like when we digress. They've made it very clearly known on the reviews. I know, but I think that the studies, the studies, the people to tell say that, you know, generally when the, the podcast hosts, like, I don't know. We're human beings with lives. (laughs) I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. 
sorry you don't like us um <laughs> i like you thank you and i You're like welcome. you <laughs> all right so <laughs> christine gets loaded her snowblower loaded up and she's all independent and um cody says yeah i was cowardly maybe she called me a coward but maybe i should have told her i didn't like her but at least i didn't quit um because he keeps coming up with anything he can possibly twist to make this so it's not his fault mm-hmm. that she's the villain um and she's just like whatever paint me whatever you want just get out of my life yeah <laughs> just load up the fucking snowblower get, give me like, the damn snowblower and get the hell out of my house yeah <laughs> um robin in all her drama talks about well christine doesn't want anything to do with me or my kids so we'll just stay out of her way um bomb it's like a bomb went off and the collateral damage will last for generations i'm like that's highly unlikely and not factual yeah Um, if anything everything that happened is going to be great for everyone involved all parties for generations because she's breaking that exactly she's she's breaking that um cycle if if she was we don't know for sure we don't know what what her you know the only damage donna is going to be to cody's ego like that's that's the only i'm pretty sure everybody else is going to be (laughs) a-okay everyone will be fine Um, Janelle like, says, oh yeah, she and Christina are always going to be friends. We're, we've got the shared experience. It was never that close with Mary and Robin's always been problematic. <laughs> Christine, and that Christine was always the heart of the relationship, which I thought was funny because she, you know, not the shared husband, but Christine mm-hmm. wanted to So telling, um, uh, Christine moves to her new house and it's all her excitement over that is so over the top and I loved everything about it yeah um, truly picking her room and everything no it's so nice so she doesn't like being there in Flagstaff because when she's outside of Flagstaff she's happy and independent and in Flagstaff she's not and she's when she's there in Flagstaff she's a wife in a loveless marriage that was going nowhere and she doesn't like that so that's kind of a farewell to that too. And I was like, oh, that's beautiful. Deep thoughts by Christine. Mm-hmm. By Christine Brown. Hey, fraudcasters. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me and it's not going to fit right and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly and it holds all those bulges in. Every little but last bulge that I have is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it and it's super, super comfortable and it is it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the Skims t-shirt collection at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small up to 4X. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu. Janelle has truly come spend the night in the RV and they have camping. <laughs> Janelle talking about it. It's like camping every night. I'm like, that sounds like my worst fucking nightmare. <laughs> but okay. I'm on board. Cody's too. Worst <laughs> I'm on board with the RV living, like sleeping in there, but I'm not on board with camping every night. That's not <laughs> my jam. Um, but speaking of the RV and the property, Cody and Janelle fight over building on the property, right? Mm-hmm. So Janelle gets the drawings, the renderings for the drawings for the little casita that she wants to build. And she's very excited about this. She's showing him to Cody and Cody's like, well, are you going to show them to the other wives? And well, well, okay, well, these are all great to have, but you know, until we can subdivide the property, we can't do anything. 
mm-hmm. can't build. And she's like, well, why can't I build on my property? And she's like, well, then Cody said no, because we're going to subdivide them into five, not four. And she's like, why do we need four, five? We're now down, you know. Down one wife. We're down. We don't, like before, there were five of us and we had five lots. Now there are four of us. There are currently four lots. Why can't we just have this? And he it's says he's still. wife. Right. He <laughs> says, <laughs> the nanny. He <laughs> says he still wants five lots. Um, as you want, he has this grand idea to build his little monopoly, uh, you know, slumlord empire mm-hmm. of subdivisions of houses and rental and have these assets, which he claims the fifth lot is magically going to make it 20% more. Yep. <laughs> Whatever. So the issue there is, okay, well, they don't have the money to pay off the property. Mm-hmm. Um, they um, they can't subdivide to five lots until they pay off the property. They could build on it as it currently is with the four lots, which is what Janelle wants to do. Um, she has the money to either buy a house <laughs> or build a house, but not mm-hmm. both. She doesn't, and Cody wants her to buy Christine's house. So, <laughs> which she's issue, made it clear, I don't want Christine's house. That's which is like, yes, part of the issue there is she would have to rent the house out for two years in order for the purchase of said property to not count with their their debt to income ratio things that they need it for for her to get her construction loan that she needs. Which makes sense up. because you have to your proof of income too is like a two year thing before you right. apply for a, a loan. Like they want to see at least two steady years of income. Obviously, a rental would be, you know, they can prove that they're making so, money. Yeah. So, okay. You, you want to buy Christine's house and make it, turn it into an asset you can rent out. Okay. But where does Janelle live in the meantime then, Mm -hmm. you know, so she still has to, she still would either doesn't want to live in the RV during the winter. So she would still have to rent somewhere in town and still try to buy, I mean, to do the construction loan. She's like, I can't afford to do all three things. I can't buy the house and rent a place and start building. I don't have the money for that. And Cody seems to think that that's okay, even though he has said we don't have the money for Janelle to do her house. So he's just, he's going on and on and on about this and what Janelle is doing with this RV. He calls it a charade, which incensed me because if anybody's going through a charade, it's him with these mental gymnastics about five lots and four, four lots and and assets and we have the money and we don't have the money and who's who's money maybe i don't have the money but like and janelle's made it very clear she knows how much money they have because she's a big part of the you know does a big part of the accounting and Mm -hmm. finances and whatnot so she's very well aware of what they have and don't have so i think if anyone out of the wives has a good say as far as where they need to go from there it's her and i've never seen her so angry vocal like vocally Mm -hmm. angry because she's one to like hold it in and just mm-hmm. kind of not want confrontation. But in this episode, she got angry and set up for herself. And I was actually really excited to see that. Cause I'm like, Oh, she next, she's gone. I'm waiting yep. next season. Yep. <laughs> There's no way. I mean, she looked like enraged. Like she was done, done. She's with like, I don't have thing. a house. You have a house. I don't have a house. She's you trying live to with get Robin. Me. You live with Robin in the house. Like, Oh my God. I don't have a house. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you will just buy this one and live there. And then what she's living there in Christine's house and a house that she doesn't want mm-hmm. still not building on the property. And they've been there for four fucking years. Yeah. And they're still not doing anything. And all she wants to do is do what they intended to do. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and then there's Mary. I like I'm, Mary's like never even there. So I'm like, no. why does she have any say in it? <laughs> she's living in the b&b or whatever just not... so, yeah cody's like well you have to run this by them and i don't think janelle's talked to her about that well, like okay well they i guess she's like i thought everybody was okay with the way the lots were and we had it decided divided into four until cody decided he wanted one also and his excuses about it change every single time right yeah so I was I was going through the Reddit, one of the subreddits. I think there's like two. And I was going through one of the subreddits on it. And there was this whole discussion. And it didn't even occur to me, but like Cody is actively trying to keep Janelle from building on the property. Mm-hmm. Like 
is he is that his goal like to to not have her build ever like I is he know. what's I, his what's his end goal here on that that's hard to say because i don't even think he knows i just think he wants control so he's going whatever you know anytime a wife or janelle anyone brings up any great idea i feel like he has to just put it down because it's not his idea and it just keeps changing I don't think there really is. I don't think he knows. I think he's just overwhelmed and he's too worried about hating Christine and all the other drama going on that he's not focused. Um, And I feel like he's losing control. So he's just trying to just being, you know, stubborn and annoying. I don't know. Yeah, it's just like, it doesn't make any sense because he's, every time he talks about this, he he puts out a different story. So, I mean, he he wants the wives to fund his dreams of being this slumlord, right? His little <laughs> monopoly fiefdom of all of these subdivided properties and all these houses that he wants to build and rent out and and have his whole little fucking monopoly kingdom, park Call place. Codyville. There's this you big know, fucking grin on smile. Baltic anyway. Avenue over here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and he's there just like landing on the fucking utilities every time having to fill up the water <laughs> he hasn't gone to jail yet but you know that may be coming there might be some shady business dealings yes is the operative word right? do not pass go <laughs> oh my god so you know i can tell yeah he wants the wives to fund his dreams of being a slumlord here on baltic avenue right mary's only used for it is to help him pay off the land um mm-hmm. and that whatever Janelle's doing with this RV and stuff is a charade. Mm-hmm. And and Janelle's like, he just wants me, just he keeps talking at me and thinking I'll just roll over and go, okay. And he, yeah, you're right. I mean, he probably does think that. It's probably because you've probably done that in the past. Yeah. <laughs> and he's used to that. And he's like, I'm not trying to force her into anything, but instead I'm trying to have a conversation. And I'm like, that's not, no, you're not trying to have a conversation you keep telling her what you want to do and that you're not going to do anything else and that's it that is trying to force her to do something yeah and that isn't having a conversation about it yeah and they bring this part up again which is interesting um you know the they've been in flagstaff for four years of course they have a communal pot of money janelle explains that how some some polygamous households each family you know each wife has a different they're separate independent whatever they have not done it that way. They've always just done it. It's all communal. Mm-hmm. And then I guess that means Cody decides where the money goes. Um, yeah, I don't think there's a vote. I mean, I don't remember them talking about... Like, this is what we're doing. You right. know, Mary's money from selling her house is going to pay for Robin's house. And everybody else's money from selling their houses in Vegas is going to buy Robin's house and the land next door. I feel like a lot of the decisions they've made have been to try to please Cody. And I don't want to say it's because they're in competition of one another, but in competition, they, they want his love. And I feel like in the past, you know, Christine was so desperate for Cody's love in the past. Mm -hmm. And I think Mary, same thing. So they're going to do whatever it takes to please Cody. And he fed off of that in his ego. And now things are changing kids are grown up they don't have the same responsibilities like the dynamic has changed and they're not they're not going to sit around and and just try to earn his love at 50 some years old however old they are you know what i mean like it's just janelle it's, and christine yeah, yeah they both have 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 changed yeah in ways because yeah if they were both like this before there, there wouldn't be marriages it's like clearly they've changed and as everybody re-watching the series can attest to Although, you know, there are been, there have been all these, you know, flags or whatever. About of course. Cody. But um, yeah, I think, I think you're right with, with Janelle and Christine, both obviously changing in their ways about what they want and what they're willing to put up with and accept mm-hmm. they're changing and Cody's not. And now Cody's flipping out and doesn't know what to do. Yeah. And meanwhile, he's got his, you know, his, his love, his wife, Robin, um, mm-hmm and the nanny and whatever <laughs> whatever and i feel like you know kids keep you so busy that they're they're locked in they couldn't really they didn't have time to think about the the shitty it's the classic thing that happens with like empty nesters right like once right. the kids are off to college the family you know the, the the parents realize wait a minute we haven't like connected in years mm-hmm. wait do we still love each other yep um yeah um 
so if, yeah i feel like like that and so now yeah now they're not kowtowing to what cody wants but yet robin and mary are still and now they've decided to dig in even harder on that like mm -hmm. mary has doubled down on that regard right and i can't they, imagine being mary in public and just how many people just come up to her and probably you know she said it but i'm sure everyone does why don't you leave cody why don't you leave all the time i'm sure she all gets the it all the time everybody who checks into her bb <laughs> you have to think when that many people come say the same thing to you like how are you not seeing this how are you not understanding this watching the season back? that's why i'm saying she's like she's cult brainwashed yeah right like she needs to go through that process of uh, deprogramming that cult members go through yeah. when they leave cults yeah like that's what she needs somebody like, needs I, to go in and and shake them you know shake it is their loose. belief in the religion right that like in order to get into heaven's gate or whatever you have to have like a the principle of plural marriage yeah. right so is that what's holding her back or i don't know she seems to be even though she says her she has value outside of cody which is true she does yes she absolutely is valuable as an individual she doesn't she says that but i don't think she really believes that no. because she believes that she's her value is as a sister wife which means it's her value is relational to those relationships around her not mm -hmm. anything of an individual Ugh of an individual yeah oh God, shake her wake up wake up wake up i know i know um one thing i thought was interesting too was that he went from um he talks about how they went from these are our kids to these are your kids and these are my kids and um now he doesn't feel supported by his wives and by his wives, he means Christine and Janelle, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, who are now suddenly <laughs> no longer at his beck and call. Did he actually uh, spend the night in the trailer with Janelle? Did he ever? I, they've never, they never said, talked about it. They've never said that he has, but they've never said that he hasn't either. Yeah. I, I'm curious. There's so many questions I want to ask them. Like, I, I feel so like, many random questions to ask. I feel like any part of that would be like those conversations like i think those have happened during their arguments like i don't want to live in an rv yeah i feel like i wanted to hear janelle yell back you don't actually live there right <laughs> you know? right i need answers but maybe if that happened i feel like it was cut out maybe they're gonna save it for the tell all is there a tell all this season i don't, I don't know. know oh god i mean they pretty oh. much the whole season is one big tell all like <laughs> <I know. Right>. <laughs> <laughs> um his comment about uh says he's not going to work hard for someone who doesn't respect him thinks chanel doesn't respect him maybe she does maybe she doesn't maybe it's just the way they fight um and he says that she needs someone who's going to break their back for her on this project <laughs> and that's just not him right now i'm like it's not you ever no and janelle is like i think out of all of them the most level-headed she seems to be i don't want to say the most calm but she seems to be very you know pragmatic i don't know the word, word like she's very just like matter of looking, fact yeah matter of fact and and you know she's not letting her feelings get in the way of like whatever intelligent decision needs to be made whereas like christine's a little bit more emotional i get it mm -hmm. so much. um but you know there's janelle who's very grounded and just like thinks about stuff a lot so right. for her, him to you know kind of come at janelle like that i'm just like bro you're talking to the wrong person right she's the most right. and she's thought everything out like she's literally has a plan ideas for everything like i would i would listen to her i think she knows what she's talking about and that aside i mean that is all absolutely valid she is clearly the smart level-headed one in the relationship right she's the mm -hmm. one that keeps that family logistically together i think right i definitely yeah um mm -hmm. she's definitely that that person but what was like it was sad for me when he when he said that because i want my partner in life my husband to break their back on for me on a project you know Absolutely. i want them to support me i want us to be a team and do things together i want somebody who is going to be the person that is that's going to do that for me yeah and he's he's not going to do that but he doesn't recognize that that's like 
part of marriage, right? No, because team to him is M-E. Those two words out of the four-letter word is me. <laughs> yes. And that's all he thinks about. So there is no team. It's not 50-50. It's not you scratch my back, I scratch yours, mm-hmm. or I make sacrifices this time for you and, you know, vice versa. No, it's M-E. Mm-hmm. Um, he even says something like there was some comment that he made and I'm looking to see. And it was again with his, his, um, narcissistic language about, I don't, you know, about the work I did and, and it's just like, again, I'll constantly, it's just, mm-hmm. the leakage is insanity, you know? Yeah. Um, can we talk about the log real quick he drives out with that log and what what are they gonna do in that log he's like we're we're gonna we're gonna dry it out and then it could end up being a really good log yeah what? well they what <laughs> did he mean for like firewood i don't no, know because he doesn't like to be in nature remember he went hiking with the kids he doesn't like to do that so i don't know no, what he's doing with the we log. did see an episode of him like shoveling the snow off of a log so is that what he <sighs> needs it for I, I mean, Robin's house looks like it doesn't need firewood. I'm sure it's a gas fire, electric fireplace. So why does he um, need a really good log? For maybe what? it's to have a big bonfire to burn all of the mementos of Christine's role in his relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. The set of things that he used to keep at Christine's house that he no yeah. longer needs. <laughs> yeah. You know, like there's a process of letting go when you burn stuff. Mm-hmm. I can just see him right now, like burning, I don't know, knickknacks and christine set everything on fire she's yeah she's that gif of the woman walking away from the you made me do this you (laughs) made me burn this (laughs) see what you did we see scenes from next time where cody says he has someone who's loyal to him (laughs) like okay and then she gets COVID in the hospital yeah Um, yeah, so sad so yeah which is going to be interesting to see I mean nobody I don't want anybody to get like you know sick from COVID that's not no but I mean the irony yeah it is I mean it is ironic (laughs) you can't not point that out right you know and we saw I'm glad that she's healthy now I don't yeah of course she said we did all the things we don't well as we've learned Sometimes you can do all the things and you still can I don't get think it. they really did all the things though, because you saw it on TV where he was just selectively and arbitrarily exactly. doing the things that yeah. you know served him at that particular moment. Mm-hmm. Of course they're gonna get, you know, if he's doing things like, oh, just going to this wedding, but it's all his mm-hmm. what all his friends like. I mean well, I, yeah, and like one of my friends actually when when we first had COVID hit Maryland, um he was one of like I think he was like number 66 in Maryland to have gotten COVID. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. All and they were locked down his whole family and all he did was go to the grocery store and he got COVID and he did the gloves and the thing. I mean it was the very beginning of everything, you know. When we didn't know how it We didn't know it, anything. It, yeah, he was really sick. He almost died, but he was like I did all the things. Like I went to the grocery store once with gloves on and a mask and I got I brought COVID to the house. Mm-hmm. I'm just like oh well it's like it's yeah. crazy it, it, you can and you can literally do everything and still end up with it because that's just the nature of it and the mutations and all that that but kind you're of right stuff. like he went to a wedding he did he's but, selectively yeah. doing whatever and the kids are back in school they haven't seen other kids in forever and now they're back and mm-hmm. i mean yeah by this time a couple people like i know people have had covid two or three times by now in the past few years and like right they haven't had it at all so now they're exposed to all these germs and yeah and i think i i I, yeah i mean i think it's i just think it's disingenuous of them to say we did everything and we still get it like Mm -hmm. you didn't do everything everything you you pretended you did you you put on this big show like you did and that everybody else wouldn't yeah do those things that's why you couldn't see them and you still get get it anyway like yeah you could do you can do all the things yeah and still get it but you didn't do all the things Mm -hmm. so don't say that you did because you were just selectively picking and choosing what you wanted to do yeah um and 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 who knows about the nanny you know who knows what she was doing (laughs) maybe she brought it if she's coming over every day and she had it apparently yeah yeah do so um (sighs) I just like, I don't know how much lower this these trap doors of Cody's can go. I mean, each how many episode, more episodes do we have left? I don't know. I don't either. I, I, I don't know if there's a tell all. Maybe somebody can. There's got to be people that have the inside scoop to this. Yeah, but I, 
half the time TLC doesn't even know what they're doing with this stuff. I mean, I feel like Sister Wives is a little bit more like they've got more, much more structure to it than than whatever they're doing. We, they do with 90 Day, which is sometimes like the, all of a sudden it'll be the finale or all of a sudden you think it's the finale and it's not yeah. you know, because they can always throw together these other episodes with all their yeah. cut footage and things and- like that. Like. Typically, they do the tell-alls. They do it about halfway through the actual season airing is when they Mm -hmm. usually fill the tell-alls for 90 Day. Mm -hmm. Um, So a lot of times the cast members themselves haven't even seen the rest of the season play out. So they're watching it in the tell-all like, oh. Yeah, it's like new. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Uh I mean, this season is just so good. Mm-hmm. So good. And you know TLC's like Cody's the best thing to fucking happen to us. I wonder what their ratings look like this season. I heard that they were the highest they've ever been. I don't know if that's true, but that's what I read somewhere. Yeah, I, I would believe it because I mean I just feel like having been in the reality world, like reality TV world space on you know instagram and socials for for as long as i have i feel like i've seen a lot of the coverage right Mm -hmm. other outlets do and stuff even though i wasn't predominantly in sister wives specifically it was it was part of the periphery you know periphery and i feel like now yes we are in it i'm in it a lot more is specific into sister wives as far as my coverage and what i'm looking at and stuff but i feel like all of these other outlets and other things that like me you know, maybe it's part of with you know um 90 day being so boring and stuff but partly you know with sister wives being so just like explosively awesome yeah i feel like there's so many more people watching and talking about everything that's going on in sister wives i feel mm-hmm. like i see so much more chatter about it or phil yeah i feel i feel like <laughs> i gotta yeah, talk like them. i agree <laughs> Um, so it's been it's been really great I haven't I've not yet started the the rewatch yet Um, again too many other things (laughs) going Mm -hmm. on Um, did you finish the vow I did okay oh yeah we did we talked about this already didn't we so okay sure can't remember it's been a week I know you said to watch it and then I did but I don't know if we actually (laughs) talked about it I don't know (laughs) I don't remember yeah I don't remember I mean because we've we've texted uh, yeah. the the finale of the vow is insanity yeah. um yeah. so much yeah we really we really should do an episode or two on that um, and the fact that he still has supporters is absolutely appalling it's just the evidence is there he had sex with underage girls like i don't know what else you need to know like there's no need to support him in any level yeah and like, that's yeah. just one thing on the tip of the iceberg yes. of so many other horrible things that he did yeah um you know but yeah yeah Whew. that one i mean that one at least should because that's black and white that's cut yeah. and dry everybody knows that she was underage when they started sleeping together mm-hmm. so yeah um that's not just like oh well, she must be lying about it about her interactions with him or whatever nonsense they tell them yeah um i'm waiting for i want the, the 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 people that were like dancing outside the jail yeah them oh they, they need to be arrested for that by the way because that's illegal oh is it to, to communicate outside? with it yeah it's illegal to communicate with um an inmate inside interesting mm-hmm. at least it is at my jail um hmm. <laughs> the jail i say my jail the jail that i would go <laughs> to to <laughs> let me clarify yeah right the jail that i would go to i bring meetings and i go and work i used to in the before times worked with the um sober living unit in inside mm-hmm. the jail and yeah there are signs everywhere in my jail about it's illegal da, 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 da. um i can't imagine in um new york it's legal i don't know and but, in new york i wonder if there are a lot because i know they played the recordings in court that he keith didn't know they were recording him on which i know in maryland you can't you can't maryland's use, a, a two-party state yeah which i don't know i don't know how virginia or new york i'm just curious like it's new york let me look it up real quick i always get them confused i i i tend to keep these i i mean my knowledge of the new york party i think it's one party 
which would make sense if they were obviously is it one party consent so okay. what that means is only one party on the call has to consent to the recording which is usually the person doing the recording of course you don't have to tell the other person maryland as you said is a two-party consent which means both parties on the phone have to consent interestingly um so virginia is a one-party state okay now, so if I ever want to get somebody, I just go to Virginia yeah, so, and call them. Yeah, you, yeah. Don't do <laughs> it from your house line. there. So no, this is the problem. So, do you remember the um, okay? So the the Monica Lewinsky issue. Oh yeah, I okay. was very young, but yes. Yeah. Okay. So the the there's a really good um, is it on A and E? There's a American Crime Story done on that it's really really good monica lewinsky herself is one of the executive producers on it or it's called impeachment yeah it's recent within the last year i think it's called impeachment it's really really good like i said monica lewinsky herself was one of the executive producers Mm -hmm. um but it's done really well um the part of the issue was that so linda tripp recorded all these conversations with monica lewinsky monica was in dc but Linda Tripp was calling from her house in Maryland. So the uh, recordings that she made were not admissible. They weren't uh-huh. usable because they were not properly. She didn't have to go very far to make a phone so, call. So what she did is she, she arranged to meet Monica for lunch at the Pentagon City Mall oh God. in Virginia, which is the mall that I, one of the malls that I go to yeah. right by me. Yeah. Um, she, she made arrangements to meet her there and she was going to get her to admit to the affair there. She was going to do it legally, mm-hmm. like record it again, have this conversation where she gets her to admit all of these things that she had she admitted on these prior phone calls that are no longer now admissible because they were recorded from Maryland. So the fact that she was in Maryland blew that part. It was a whole, yeah. So okay. that, that's how I remember Maryland and Virginia are two parties or the one party, two parties. New York is a one party. So any yeah. recordings he that were made there, as long you know, as long as the one person knows, yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, they got a lot of stuff in evidence there, so there there weren't issues with. I mean, he was recording his stuff anyway, so I can't imagine He's such an idiot because he he was the one documenting so much of his stuff. So they right. would have I would he imagine had, he definitely had like a godlike complex, thinking that he wasn't gonna you know not there were no sort of. Um, he didn't think he was like though he acted as if he didn't think he was doing anything wrong in any of this no and he he never thought he would get caught or that it would be anything because he was that egotistical yeah well and what i was going to say too about the um all the recording and stuff it would be hard for him to claim that he had a reasonable expectation of privacy because that's an argument that you would get against well you can't use ever you can't have recorded me because i was reasonably expecting like you have a expectation of privacy inside your own home mm-hmm. right but if you're out walking on the street you it's public you don't have that same expectation of privacy right. so he could try to argue that that he would have an expectation of privacy and these recordings violate that your his right to privacy but he, he was out in public he was out he was recording his own shit anyway. Yeah. So how can you argue that he has a reasonable expectation of privacy when he's the one doing half of his recording? Yeah. <laughs> you know. So that's just my my legal argument. Um. Anyway, that's it. I think that's it. That's it. That's all we yeah. got. Can't um, wait for next episode. I know. I know. Um. We're gonna get this episode to you as soon as we can. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um. If you like what you listen to, please subscribe and uh, leave us a review. Um. According to our reviews, apparently none of you guys like it. Us, and no, we have, and we know we know nothing about sister wives because we screwed up once and we immediately corrected ourselves. And I want to say too, we record this usually late at night, so we're both. <laughs> I know we got like five bad reviews about the one episode we did where we screwed up the order of the wives. Yeah, right, Janelle and Christine. We screwed that up, but then we realized it and fixed it. Right, it was late. God only knows why we screwed it up. It happens. But like five people left reviews about how we don't know what we're talking about. And this was the first wife and that was the second wife. And like we immediately corrected ourselves, guys. I'm sorry. Like, (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Like, I'm trying. (laughs) We have notes. Um, We need to make that tree, Katrina. We need to make the family tree. 
Apparently. <laughs> or some, I'm sure somebody has it. I don't know. But I'm sorry, you guys. The like, diehard Sister Wives fans can share their, their family trees with us and their notes. Yeah. Um, come join us on Facebook. Come join us on Instagram, wherever. Um, we're not on Twitter, but sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> um, glad I never got into Twitter. I don't want to deal with any of that nonsense right now anyway. Um, but we are on Instagram. We are on Facebook. Come join us. Come, um, You know what? <laughs> I think I told you this. I found out my mother-in-law is a huge Sister Wives fan. Yes. And is very active on several <laughs> Sister Wives-based Facebook groups. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she goes in and she and her like little ladies, I don't know, like they go and they they that guy has been so mean. Why does Aww. he have to treat his wife that way? And that but it's like from a group that's like Cody Brown fans or something. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know, but I love it. Um, I invited her to ours, but I have not seen her. Has she, li- has she listened to the podcast? I don't think so. <laughs> but we do talk about reality TV because she's a huge fan of Married at First Sight mm-hmm. um, and a couple of the other shows that you know we watch and talk about and stuff. And so she's always asking me what shows we're covering and things like that. And so I told her we're covering Sister Wives and she started yeah. going off about it because she's got some opinions about Cody, y'all. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> and we share them. They're the same as all of ours. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> thanks you guys for tuning in. Uh, go out there, have a good week and I hope you end up having a good log as well. And <laughs> we'll <laughs> talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.